Welcome back to the Auctions Plus In Conversations podcast, the latest news, weather, and market updates. We'll be hearing from Tim McRae, but first, we better go to probably one of the most most in-demand people in Australia right now, Carl Linders from Weather Matters with Carl Linders. Welcome. Hello, Ollie. Mate, what can you tell us? It is just absolutely crazy weather right across Australia. Yeah. Rain. Lots of rain across eastern Australia. Can't get enough rain in eastern Australia. Other areas are missing out, but we'll start with the east coast where it's been absolutely uh, trounced with rain. And, and really, the numbers have been quite astronomical in the last uh, few months with uh, many areas receiving their yearly rainfall averages in the space of three months. And that's quite extraordinary, leading to many populated centres along the east coast getting their wettest start to any calendar year on record. And that has uh, spilled over to some of the agricultural regions as well in around the eastern side of the Great Dividing Range in New South Wales and parts of eastern Victoria. But further west you go, Ollie, it has been a bit more hit and miss with some uh, cropping farmers, particularly out through the Riverina and Southwest Slopes, for example, needing their second rainfall and hopefully there's some on the way. Now, uh, we've got plenty of farmers that look at that Anzac Day as kind of the key planning time. Yeah. What, what, are, what are we expecting? Exactly. So we are looking at the, uh, there's some rumblings of an autumn break developing on the charts in the short and medium term. We are starting to see that westerly wind belt to the south of Australia is starting to migrate further north, which is part of the seasonal transition. We are seeing that. Also, the monsoonal trough is well and truly left the northern parts of the nation. So this seasonal weather is starting to appear on our charts. So we should start to have a couple of frontal waves pass through in the coming one or two weeks. There's one next week that does offer some dynamic weather, potential severe weather risks for south Australia in terms of damaging winds, heavy rainfall potential. And also for parts of Victoria, that system will move in probably mid to late next week, running into towards Easter time. So that period between Easter and Anzac Day, as you suggest, is looking like being quite volatile for Southern and Eastern Australia once again. And the potential is for another uh, one or two East Coast lows out of those uh, systems as well. So yeah, more rain possible for the East Coast. Queensland itself has missed out some areas as well, but this system out towards uh, around Anzac Day could produce some rainfall with the lingering moisture from the tropics being drawn into that feature. So there's some multiple areas to watch across the next one to two weeks for many areas of Australia. The forecast will be volatile, so just uh, stay weather aware, particularly in those areas that have been, been hit pretty hard. There we go. With um, the end of summer, there has been some areas of Queensland through the Northern Territory that have missed out. Is it looking like they might get a late season front coming through or what? Yeah, there is a Rosby wave. There's an easterly wave passing through the tropics in the next week to 10 days. And that's that system will enhance some rainfall about Cape York and the Northern Territory itself, the top end, probably north of about Catherine. But as that system develops and stalls out over parts of the top end, it could develop into a deep tropical low, maybe even a late season cyclone, and then adopt a southerly track. Now, this happens at some stages in a waning La Nina, where we have these late season tropical waves that can produce really excessive heavy rain over the north, but then run southwards through the tropical north and then down in towards Queensland and New South Wales. So that's also another interesting area to watch. As we have the frontal weather building over the south, the, the polar jet can meet the subtropical jet and all the tropical moisture can meet the cold air and you have all the ingredients there for really dynamic rainfall events. So yeah, the next one to three weeks, very dynamic in northern, eastern and southern Australia. Our friends out west, well, they've certainly had some big rainfall totals in the past week, Ollie. They couldn't buy a drop over summer, and some areas got 200 millimetres in the last 10 days. So all the warm waters around Australia, the sea surface temperatures starting to play out now as we see the redistribution of rainfall now from summer pattern into the cooler season pattern. So rainfall is going to be quite excessive in the coming weeks ahead. Mate, you've got me cringing a little bit there at, some, <laughs> at that uh, 
the system moving south. Fingers crossed for everyone who's been affected that it doesn't eventuate too heavily and, and they can escape unscathed. Indeed, indeed. Carl, thank you very much for joining us and giving us the latest weather update on, on Auctions Plus in conversation. Carl Linders from Weather Matters. Bye for now. We've got the weather now heading across to the markets with Tim McRae. Tim, there's been a little bit happening and a few murmurs across the month of March. What can you tell us? There's three kind of key emotions which you're seeing come out of the market. Yeah, look, the three emotions are, are caution, um, very much on the buyer side. We're seeing very cautious buying through the auctions. Secondly, it's awareness. A lot of the sellers are now very aware that the prices in the market are still exceptionally good, but they are cooling and they're making some decisions around expectations um, for a decline. And the final one is frustration in that there's frustration in Queensland that they've had a poor finish to the wet season. There's frustration in southwest Victoria that they're still waiting for their break. Um, but also frustration that a lot of producers can't get the cattle they want still. There's still a shortage. So we'll go through those more in depth um, as we go. In terms of the, what we're hearing, and, and Carl's alluded to it a bit with the weather, we've seen a really wet kind of east coast in areas. But then in, in others, particularly southwest Victoria, is this just a traditional autumn autumn or summer coming into autumn? Yeah, I think when we look at those traditional cropping areas, that Anzac Day break has always been the talk and now the importance of an autumn break through those areas is crucial. I know myself out around Orange in central west New South Wales, it's the first time I've heard some people saying, gee, we could do with an inter-rain. I mean, for the last two years, it's been <laughs> I wish it had stopped. So there has been that uh, caution of where the season is going and we've seen that caution also in our sales through auctions plus with clearance rates declining immediately after the sale, uh, the immediate closure of the sale. And if we have a look at quarter one of 2022, for the cattle market, our clearance rate at the immediate finish of our Friday sales was at 69%. Now that compares back into 84% for the final quarter of 2021. Um, and it's the lowest quarter we've seen since um, the first quarter of 2020, which as we know, in a lot of places, we're still either coming out of drought or still waiting for real drought-breaking rains. Um, what we are seeing, though, is at the end of the sale, a very large proportion of cattle being traded and sales finalised in the next 48 hours. What that points to us when we look into the, the, the stats and the user numbers behind that is there is a lot of caution from buyers at the moment. They are really doing their research. They are not prepared to pull the trigger in the auction if they think the price is, is not what they want to pay. Um, and so they're being very cautious. They are then, through the negotiations with their agents in the next 48 hours, you know, probably doing a lot more back and forwards between the seller and the vendor, um, or sorry, the, the vendor and the buyer, um, and, and finally getting that sale locked in. But they're being very cautious about, you know, pulling the trigger in the sale. You mentioned at the other end, the sellers, the, this awareness piece. Can you elaborate on that a little bit and, and how you're seeing that? So the awareness is that, and it, it's really been a, a phenomenal increase over the last 24 months of prices just ratcheting up. Every quarter they've been higher and higher. And, and just looking at the, the quarterly price averages um, for 2022, you know, for nearly all the categories except some of the, the proven joined lines, they were higher. Now, in the last month, particularly in March, where we've seen this caution, we've seen it in the sale yards. You know, the EYCI has dropped 10% through March. Um, you know, it's back below 1,100 cents. And when you dig deeper into some of the EYCI, you've seen some of the sale yards there dropping below 1,000 cents. 
So that ties into the caution of the season and seeing where things go. Um, but particularly the sellers are very aware that prices are still very good. Even though if they have come back 10% in March, you know, you're still in the first quarter of 2022, PTIC heifers for auctions plus was averaging $3,100. I mean, the awareness that that is still a phenomenal price is out there. And, and you know, I think a lot of the sellers looking at where the season's going are aware that they need to do something to lock those in in the next few weeks if things remain to be dry and if there is still caution in the market. So I think they've become much more aware of just where the market's going at the moment, um, particularly with some publicity around it at easing back, mind you, still at exceptionally high level. And I think that's probably the context in the market, isn't it? And it goes back to the piece you wrote at the back end of last year. It was there will be a softening in prices through spring, but comparatively it's still, still really high. Yeah, look, the awareness has always been there from the producers that these prices are really good and they are, aware, are very aware that they are very good. Um, they also are aware that they will not last forever. So, you know, decisions around what to do and how to capitalise on them whilst maintaining their own, you know, do I hold on to some, some heifers for the next season? Oh, gee, or do I join them and, and sell them at $3,000 a head and, and get that cash flow in the next few months? Um, they're very aware of where the market is, um, which, to be honest, is not always the case when the sort of prices are just, you know, mid, mid-market, mid-historical levels and, you know, everything's in balance. And so the final word, which you haven't touched on too much, we've heard of lots of caution, lots of awareness. Who's frustrated? Every, well, not everyone. If you're looking for young cattle under 200 kilos, even under 300 kilos, um, at what you would say is a price that you can make money on over the next, next year, you're very frustrated in trying to find them. Um, I know I have a lot of contacts who are continually ringing me about where are they, where do I find them, and they're just – they're certainly out there. There's certainly more of them in the paddock, but if you've got them, you're still probably hesitant to sell them. You're very aware of what they're worth, um, but you're still thinking, right, do I carry them through to heavier weights? Um, I know with the, the wieners we bought recently in, in the farm that um, my brother and I run, we were very surprised at how much heavier they were than last year. In hindsight, not that surprised given how good the season is, but, you know, we were so frustrated when we got the invoice from the... Uh, the agent of just how high it was, you know, that, that all adds up in the cumulative. Um, and I think we're seeing the, again, a, a bit of the haves and have-nots. Those that have the cattle are aware of what they're worth and are aware they have a fair bit of power in the market. Um, and then there's the frustration of, on one hand, the producers who have been looking for them for the last two years, still haven't been able to buy the numbers they want to get, have got paddocks flush with feed heading into winter and just wondering what to do. And then on the, the more um, long term, you've got the frustration of the producers who have either had a, a mixed wet season through Queensland. I mean, looking at the last three months for Queensland, um, you know, northern is, is red and was below average falls. Um, we've seen some reports of some offloading up there. Um, that's going to be really frustrating for those producers, again, to miss, miss the party and miss the rain that the rest of the country's having. Um, and the frustration in the south of a few places you know, looking for rain, which hasn't happened for a while. So that frustration, I think, is is more traditional um, to how it plays out through their cautious buying and the awareness of the sellers, um, I think, will show up in the next few weeks. April's always a very interesting time in the markets because you're looking for that break. It sets the rest of the year up in many instances if they do get a good break. Um, but again, in, you know, in parts of Queensland, it looks like that wet season season hasn't delivered again and and that's going to cause them a big frustration over the next 12 months well there you've got it caution awareness and frustration 
The Three Emotions from Auctions Plus' very own Tim McRae. And Carl Linders is saying it's going to be a very volatile two to three weeks. So for those of you who've missed out on rain so far, you can keep your fingers crossed that something eventuates. And for those who have been emptying the rain gauge fairly regularly, we hope for your sake the falls are kind to you. Look after yourselves and for the latest news, weather, markets and update, make sure you add us to your podcast list. Otherwise, keep an eye on auctionsplus.com.au.